Holy announcements, Batman! DC just held their first ever Fandome event, and I'll be breaking down all the reveals in this episode. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Pop Culture Rewind. I am your host, Travis, and yes, we got tons of reveals, announcements, and trailers from the DC Fandom event over the past weekend, and uh, they didn't disappoint. Well, mostly. So what is the Fandom? Good question. Uh, let's see. Back in June, after San Diego Comic-Con announced it would be doing a virtual at-home convention... It was soon followed by a tease from DC that they would be pulling out of San Diego Comic-Con this year and that they would be doing their own at-home convention instead. Later on, we got an official announcement from DC about Fandome. From their announcement, Fandome is, quote, a mega 24-hour immersive virtual fan experience which brings the universe of DC to life and features the stars, filmmakers, and creators behind its biggest films, TV series, games, and comics. Join fans from all seven continents for the largest gathering of talent, announcements, and content reveals in the history of DC. And it makes sense, right? Instead of using San Diego Comic Con as a platform to reveal all their upcoming projects, why not just do it yourself, right? I believe Marvel started doing that too with the last couple of uh, those Disney D23 expos. Uh, They would skip the San Diego rounds, and they would just do it from there. Um, and actually, they pulled out of San Diego Comic-Con this year as well. So I would imagine that they'll have a similar huge event next year at D23 for Marvel. All right, so where to get started, right? Right out of the gate, let's get into what I believe was the most anticipated reveal out of everything, The Batman. The new movie starring Robert Pattinson, taking on the cape and cowl this time, which had everyone extremely curious how it would look with opinions of, you know, the glittery vampire from Twilight? No. To the more modest, hey, look, he's gotten away from that, and he, you know, he's worked hard to have a legit movie career. Let's see what he can do. I was going in trying to be uh, cautiously optimistic at best, but didn't have huge expectations. So, we got the trailer for it, and honestly... I'm a little undecided on it. Let's start with the presentation. Okay, it starts off, we get, you know, we get a black screen, you know, with the, with red DC Warner Brother logos. Okay. You know, then we get some dude duct taping another dude all up. Okay. All right, I guess. Then we hear uh, some Nirvana, something in the way, you know, starts us playing throughout this whole trailer, basically. Okay. I'm liking this a little bit more, okay. Then we get Jeffrey Wright as Commissioner Gordon in the GCPD checking out a crime scene. We see pictures, like newspaper headlines, and they're all like written, it's in like red letters, it's written lies all across everything. Uh, he finds a greeting card about having a clue and let's play a game. And, he, and you hear him say, does this mean anything to you? And it has like, it says, you know, for the, you know, the envelope on the card says for the Batman. And then we see the first shot of Batman walking up to Gordon. Okay, so far so good. 
we've seen glimpses of the, the the costume before, but this is our first shot of it in motion, walking. Uh, not not bad. I'll, I'll probably get into the suit later. Um, just kind of going through this trailer real quick here. Um, so far this looks like it, it might be like a slower pace movie, but okay, you know. Um, I was hoping for a movie that would delve deeper into the whole Dark Knight detective aspect, so we we may be getting that part of it. Okay, so we get some more shots, including uh, Bruce driving motorcycle into the Batcave. Then we get the first look at Pattinson as Bruce, and what the hell? You know, it, it took me a, a second viewing to realize I just saw him because he looked so unassuming and weak and pale. And, and, and what's with the long hair? And uh, Okay, I'll, I'll get to that later here. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, we get a couple of quick shots of, of Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman cracking a safe. And then... Uh, um, and then what I found out later is a very quick shot of, of Colin Farrell as Penguin. It's it's already making the rounds about online about how unrecognizable he is. And I've seen I've seen it. I, I didn't know it was him. And quite frankly, why even cast him if you cover him up in so much makeup that you can't even make out who it is? Whatever. It's not the first time it's happened. It probably won't be the last time in movies, right? Okay. So uh, what else we got? Uh, we get some random uh, shots. Uh, Batman getting in a scuffle with the PD. Uh, then he gets into a little fight with Catwoman. Uh, then we get this uh, the shot of this gang of Jokers. No pun intended, maybe. With uh, white face paint. They got smiles painted on them. With, and then one of them asks Batman, what are you supposed to be? Uh, followed by him getting the ever-living shit kicked out of him by Batman. Uh, Batman pummels him to the ground, and he says, I am vengeance. Okay, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm liking that. All right. Uh, a little, Maybe a little wink to the animated series. Then we get the Batmobile reveal. Looks all right, I guess. Definitely going for more grind of look, but we already knew that uh, going into it. They showed shots of the Batmobile before. Uh, I mean, it's good they kept a little fire exhaust in the back, but... Anyway, uh, what else we got? Uh, we got some action shots, uh, car chasing. Oh, uh, I had to freeze frame it, but there is a, a quick shot of him using the grappling gun to escape the cops. I don't know why, but I'm, but I'm a sucker for grappling gun action in, in, in live action movies. Uh, so that's a positive, right? We know he's got the grappling gun. We then get the, the big uh, the, the Batman logo on the screen. Again, with, with Nirvana playing in the background. So, not a, not a bad trailer. Uh, but then we get past the... We get we, we get a, a post-logo scene. And we see him taking off the cow in the Batcave. And, ugh. He's... He's so... What's the word I'm looking for here? He's emo, brooding, gothic... Brooding and gothic are two words that would normally fit Batman perfectly, right? But here, he just looks like he's 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 mad because everybody at school doesn't like him, or his or his parents are mean to him. Ooh, bad example. Uh, do do you know what do you know what I mean? Like he he doesn't feel like a Bruce Wayne to me. He's even my wife was watching it with me, and she asks, "Is he supposed to be evil or something?" 
Yeah, so, I mean, and she's obviously a more casual fan, you know, only knows the movies and TV shows, so that's how it comes across to, to that type of viewer. By the way, I, I don't mind the, the, the black makeup around the eyes. You know, technically, he is supposed to have that when you're looking at the, through the mask. Um, it's just something about his, his the face and the hair. It's not billionaire playboy Bruce Wayne to me. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand this is about a younger Batman I believe it's based on year the, the year two comic. So he's basically uh, been Batman for a little while, but not perfected it yet. Uh, which again is fine. You know, we got somewhat of a year one with Batman Begins. All right, we'll we'll let you slide on that one. We've we've gotten obviously several movies with an established grizzled Batman who's been doing it for years, but we never gotten this stage where he's already got the gear and he's got the presence but not full-fledged yet you know so this could be good I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to look at the positives here i'm a little let down by the suit you know I, I don't know why it always has to be armored up especially in this this particular movie going on what i just said that he's not a full-fledged batman just yet um so we don't need to see armor just yet I mean, I guess you could say it's, yeah, a person fighting crime would want to have armored up suit. Yeah, I guess. But it's, it's too um, reminiscent of Nolanverse, I think. And if you remember my, if you remember our episodes uh, talking about the Batman Nolanverse movies, I think uh, both me and Xavier both agree that they are overrated, to say the least. But anyway. So anyway, yeah, I was let down by the suit. Um I was let down by the cow. The sides of it look weird. Although I will say on on the cow, I I, I did notice that the ears are a little bit longer, and I'm I'm okay with that. I was uh, we've gotten the short eared Batman for a while. Let's get some long ears again. You know, again, kind of nitpicking stuff. I'm being nerdy right now, but whatever. Um, I was also let down by the look of Bruce Wayne. You know, what he looks like he looks like he looks like Peter Parker under the influence of the symbiote in Spider Man Three. All we're missing is like a dance scene of him just trying to pick up girls or, or whatever. So, yeah, I, I don't know. Now, the actual Batman stuff was all pretty cool. You know, uh, we got some action shots. Like I said, the grappling gun. We got him beating down a dude. So, we got some fight scenes in there. So, yeah, I, I'm down with all that. As for, as for the casting, I'm usually not a fan of changing up the race of a character. But I like Jeffrey White. As an actor, so I'll give him a pass. And for Catwoman, I like Zoe Kravitz too. And Catwoman has been portrayed by different races before, so it's not a huge deal for me on that one either. You know, let's not forget that, you know, before this movie came out, we had Robert Pattinson and the rest of his cast revealed. Uh, you know, it was supposed to be, uh, you know, Ben Affleck, you know, getting his own solo Batman flick. And he just kind of dropped out for personal reasons. Um, but, you know, I, I, I wonder what his, what his take would be if he saw... Robert Pattinson and, and all the rest of the cast and everything. I wonder what his, I wonder what he would have to say about all this. Well, look at these morose motherfuckers right here. Smells like somebody shit in their cereal. Bung. <laughs> Overall, I'm still cautiously optimistic about it. I am a fan of Matt Reeves as a director, so I'll give it a chance. Uh, who am I kidding? You know, I'll be seeing an opening weekend. Whenever that is, and assuming we still have theaters in. But uh, yeah, so this is going to be coming out in 2021. I had little question marks. In the, in the, the trailer showed like a question mark, 
zero question mark one like 2021 so oh boy so that was that uh that was that was my thought on the on the batman trailer what did you think about that am i crazy for not being head over heels in love with this thing or what just feel free to let me know all right so what else was released during the fandom do you have to say it like that fandom I mean, I get the play on words like fandom, and it was a dome. It's the reason why they say dome is because visually on on the on the on the website, whatever, the their stage, their presentation stage, it was like it was literally a big dome, right? And it had like CGI, it had like um, animations and pictures and all this stuff. It was drawn by Jim Lee, all kinds of cool stuff that I didn't even look at once. But uh, anyway, that's why they call it the dome. So anyway, um, another big trailer that we got was uh, Wonder Woman 84. We got a new trailer for it, uh, this time revealing a little more in the way of plot. And more importantly, we get the first look of Cheetah. Yes, this is pretty much the only thing to really talk about as the rest of the trailer is just more of the first trailer that dropped way back when. Uh, man, everything before uh, COVID just seems like forever ago, right? Anyway, uh, so Cheetah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not very impressed with how Cheetah looks. Yeah, uh, we knew it was going to be CGI, but this, this looks like she was pulled right out of the Cats movie. That's how bad it looks. And, uh, you would think that they had plenty of time to brush it up in post-production, you know, uh, but, uh, whatever. Also, just, just how, how long is Wonder Woman's lasso supposed to be now? I swear it gets longer and longer in every scene. Eh, that's what she said. And how is she lassoing everything? One scene, it looks like she's just lassoing some clouds. You know, and, and of course, we've seen that one shot of she's she's lassoing the, the lightning bolt and, and riding the lightning. Uh, they spent all that time in the last movie, like, gr- kind of grounding the mythology a little bit to be set in a more realistic world. Um, and now we have her literally riding a lightning bolt. Whatever. At any rate, uh, we're getting this one in October, unless something else changes again. But, uh, yeah, that's it was fine for a trailer, but it didn't make me any more interested or intrigued to, to see this movie come out. Uh, yeah, it was just more of an extended first trailer in my mind. So... Uh, I guess we'll wait and see on that one. All right, what else we got? All right, so also on deck was a panel for the Black Adam movie, which stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh, this should be somewhat of a tie-in to Shazam, as his story was briefly mentioned in that movie. I I, I don't even know what to, to say about this. this. This presentation, it was literally just a narration by The Rock of what the movie is about, and we all and we got... And all we got was some like animated steals. And all we got were some animated steals of, of what the plot is all about. I can only assume that principal filming hasn't even started yet. That's why they didn't have anything to show. So they did this as a presentation. I mean, it's not even slated to come out until December of next year. So, I, you know, that's probably why they didn't have anything. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see on that one. But speaking of Shazam, uh, Zachary Levi and the cast of that movie had a panel 
But, you know, it was kind of corny, whatever. They were talking about how they couldn't say anything. It went on for a while. The whole thing was kind of pointless. Um, until the very end, they did announce the title of the next movie, which will be called Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Pretty cool title. Well, um, if it fits the, the vibe of the of the first movie, it should be fine. I, I guess it's one of those things where either you loved it or you hated it. So I didn't have a problem with it. Um but they got to move on these movies. You know, that's the problem with, with working with a bunch of kids. You know, they keep growing and aging. So, anyway. Oh, another funny uh, aspect about the panel was we got a special appearance by Sinbad. You know, so if you didn't know, there was... It's one of those uh, Mandela effect situations where it was believed that Sinbad had actually starred in a Shazam movie way back in the 90s. And it just simply wasn't true. Um, so that was, that was a fun little wink and a nod to that little myth. Um, and they, they, they brought it up and everything too. So, uh, it's pretty, pretty funny. I don't know if that means Sinbad's going to be in this new movie, but, uh, again, that'd be just kind of funny if he was. Okay. So one mystery going into fandom was a quote film title to be announced panel. And that movie was revealed to be static shock. Now, if you remember static shock, he uh, he he actually had his own animated series uh, for a few seasons back around 2000, I believe, and he even popped up in Batman Beyond and had some other crossovers with Batman and Robin. More recently, TV wise, he was a character in Young Justice as well. Uh, there's I mean, there's no other information about the movie other than that announcement. So just still wait and see at this point, really. Oh, they also did announce that uh, the Milestone comic brand is actually coming back. Uh, that's the um, label of DC that had all uh, African-American creators, and they created African-American characters like Icon, Static Shock, um, and several more. Um, it was a big deal back in the 90s, and I guess they're just not coming back. I'm kind of surprised it took them this long, honestly, and I'm surprised they haven't made any attempts of like movie-wise any of these characters before now, but... So that's good. It's uh, more diverse and all that stuff. So it should be good. Okay, so now let's move on to uh, The Flash. There wasn't any new footage shown at Fandome. However, we got some new concept art for it, uh, for the new Flash movie. But before I get into that, we need to talk about some recent news uh, that's been dropping for this movie. First, back in June, it was reported that Michael Keaton is in talks to reprise his role as Bruce Wayne for this film. I mean, that right there is big enough news as it is. But then, that was followed up by what might be just as big of news. A few days before Fandom, it was reported that Ben Affleck is confirmed to return as Batman as well in this Flash movie. So this is pretty big in the in the fact that, for all intents and purposes, Affleck was pretty much well-liked, uh, and for me, one of the highlights of the DCEU. I mean, it was a shame that he dropped out of the Batman movie, but maybe there's more life to his role yet to come. So yes, the Flash movie will have two Batman in it, leading one to believe that this will indeed be revolving around Flashpoint and the multiverse, kind of similar to what we saw in in, uh, CW's uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover, which actually had a cameo by Ezra Miller popping up and interacting with Grant Gustin's Flash. Maybe this movie will have a connection to that scene, or we'll just see it from Miller's point of view this time. Either way, 
we got a ways to go as The Flash is set to come out of June of 2022. It is currently directed by uh, Andy Muschietti, who directed the It movies. And it has a screenplay by Christina Hudson, who she did. Uh, she wrote uh, Bumblebee, which is good. Birds of Prey, which is eh. She's also doing the upcoming Batgirl movie as well. So she's been kind of busy, and uh, hopefully she'll stay more of the quality of, of Bumblebee and, and not Birds of Prey, but at any rate. Um, at Fandome, we did get some some concept art, like I mentioned before. This, this concept art is showing off uh, Flash's new suit, as well as, a, a I guess, like an action shot of him with Batman, which is clearly drawn as, as, as uh, Keaton's Batman. He's got that unmistakable jawline, and he's even got the the, the, the Tim Burton bat the, the bat logo on the chest. So, um, back to back to the Flash's suit. The suit looks cool, way more streamlined than what he had in Justice League, which makes sense. As is that suit that he had was just something he cobbled together on his own, and and, and now he's friends with Tony Stark. I mean, I mean, he's friends with with Bruce Wayne. So it, it, it kind of makes sense. It, it's, uh, it almost looks like an updated version of the CW Flash suit, actually. Um, that could actually make sense, too, if, if they do a connection to that scene. As he In that scene, he, he seemed uh, pretty impressed with uh, Grant Gustin's suit in that episode. So I'm kind of curious. I'm kind of curious where they're going with this movie. I mean, obviously, uh, you know, throwing in Michael Keaton... In, in Ben Affleck in this movie, you know, you could say maybe adding some star power. Maybe they didn't feel that there was enough, you know, chutzpah in this movie. So uh, adding Keaton and, and Affleck, that should be very interesting for sure. So stay tuned for that one, right? All right. So besides movie trailers, we also got some new video game trailers as well. First one I wanted to talk about is Gotham Knights. Now, this is the latest installment of the Batman Arkham franchise and continues the story set in that universe. For those of you who may not know, this series, developed by Rock City Games, started out as, uh, it was first Arkham, uh, it was Arkham Asylum, then it was Arkham City, then followed up by Arkham Knight. Uh, there was also Arkham Origins, I think that's what it was called, but that, to me, just kind of sucked. It, it was made by a different development team. Some of the highlights of the series was the use of, of Legacy Batman, the animated series voice actors, such as Kevin Conroy, Mark Hamill, and even the OG Harley Quinn herself, Arlene Sorkin. So, uh, and, and also the first two games were even written by Paul Denny. So... Um, you know, all the games has, you know, they're known for fantastic cinematic cutscenes and some of the, and some really fun and intuitive gameplay. So for this new installment, the trailer reveals up front, uh, that Bruce Wayne died question mark. And he's, he ends up sending a message out to, out to his team saying, Hey, look, it won't take long for villains to find out Batman's gone and they'll start making their moves again. So you got to basically hold the fort. Um, so basically in this game, you can play as multiple characters. You can play as uh, either Robin, which I'm assuming is, is Damian Wayne. You can play as Nightwing. You can play as Batgirl. And you can play as Red Hood. And, of course, you know, whoever you pick, they all have their own abilities and moves unique to themselves. 
They also said that you can play single player like normal, or you can also do two player co-op. Um, there was actually uh, there was a trailer uh, which which broke down the story of it and everything and, and revealed the characters you can play. But there's also like a it's like like a six or seven minute video of gameplay footage, and uh, it looks like they're keeping the gameplay mechanics intact for this game. Uh, so it all looks like the past games we played before, but now we got new characters to play as. Uh, Gotham Knights is set for a 2021 release, so uh, you know what I'm—I'm I'm a sucker for those games. I will probably pre-order it. I loved all those games. Uh, I think Arkham City is probably yeah Arkham City the second one. yeah that's probably my favorite. Arkham Asylum was really cool, uh, just because again of all the uh, the, the setting and then the voice acting, the cutscenes, the story, and everything. But uh, Arkham City was so massive. Um, and just fine-tuned what the first movie, or the first movie, the first game was. Uh, Arkham Knight was okay. I mean, it was obviously graphically and, and, and everything else much better than the first two games, but they heavily relied on using the Batmobile for different aspects of the game, and that just really just annoyed me more than anything. But anyway, that's enough of the game, so that's enough of that. Um, th- there was another video game trailer that we were all kind of curious about because a day or two before fandom we got a cover image of a game called suicide squad kill the justice league that's all we knew going in other than it was from the 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 same creators of the arkham series rocksteady um and you know they're staying pretty busy apparently so we get the trailer right it's in metropolis uh, we see Brainiac, well, we see Brainiac's ship, it's attacking the city, cut to the Suicide Squad, just hanging back and just watching everything crumble. Of course, we have Harley, along with Deadshot, we got Captain Boomerang, we got King Shark, uh, there's fun little banter between them all, and then we get to, uh, we, we hear, uh, Amanda Waller on the audio telling them they get back to work, we're gonna have to blow a head off or something. And then take out Alpha Target. Okay, we don't know who that is. But anyway, so the, we cut to, we see them all fighting. And it's just kind of jarring because it gets very fast-paced very quickly. And we see they all have abilities and other powers. You know what? I was thoroughly confused when all that happened because it was just so, it was so, um, it was all nice and calm, them talking, and then bam, there's all this action and music and playing, all, everything. I don't know, whatever. So, um, so yeah, I was just kind of confused about all that, what, what was going on. But I was actually talking to uh, my friend Scott the Scott, and he actually told me that this is actually very similar to the game Sunset Overdrive. And I know, I know of the game, but I've only, you know, I've only played the game like once, and it was like years ago, and only for about like five minutes. So, uh, I'll just have to take his word on it. Um, but then after all the gameplay stuff, we, we get more cinematic. And the reveal of Superman, he's saving a helicopter pilot, and then promptly kills him. So, we find out he's the alpha target. But we do see Superman, his eyes are all, like, purple, like, purpled out, as if he's under the control of Bra- I would imagine he's under the control of Brainiac. Um, so it's kind of funny little reaction to the suicide squad. You know, they're in shock as they realize who they have to fight. Um, you know, 
we end we end the trailer with an ominous shot of Superman staring down at them with his purple eyes and everything, and then it ends like like a little quick little boomerang hits the back of his head. Uh, it was kind of funny. I don't know. Uh, so this one will look like it'll be a fun story. Um, I'm just not on board with the gameplay from what I've seen so far. I guess we'll just have to wait and see on this one. I think this one's not scheduled to be released until 2022. So um, we might have a little ways to wait on that one. And hey, speaking of Suicide Squad, we got another reveal featuring the team of villains. This time we have THE Suicide Squad. The anticipated movie written and directed by James Gunn. This is the movie that was made uh, after being ceremoniously fired from Disney and later rehired. The actual trailer we got was basically just a roster and cast reveal. We knew this was going to be somewhat of a sequel, but not really. It was kind of hush-hush as to as to what was be, what would be going on. Uh, but, you know, with James Gunn, you knew it would probably be pretty crazy. And this doesn't disappoint. Um, the, the trailer's pretty, you know, had some crazy music and some graphics and everything, doing the, doing the reveals of all the cast members and the, and the characters that they'll be playing. So, uh, returning to this movie from the first Suicide Squad movie, we have uh, Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. We have uh, Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flagg. We have J- uh, Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang. And, of course, you can't have the movie without Margot Robbie returning as Harley Quinn. Uh, some of the new cast includes Idris Elba as Bloodsport. Nathan Fillion as TDK. Michael Rooker as Savant. Sean Gunn as Weasel, Peter, Doctor Who, Capaldi as The Thinker, Pete Davidson as Blackguard, David Dismalkian as Polka Dot Man, and uh, we have John Cena as Peacemaker. There's more, but y- you get the point, right? There's going to be a lot of people in here. Um... Oh, they even they even we even have uh, Taika Watiti. He's listening. He's listening to credits too, but we we don't know who he's playing just yet. The trailer was okay, just showing the characters. But I would actually recommend uh, watching the the first look or behind the scenes feature that's you can see it on YouTube now, uh, which has some short interviews with the cast and James Gunn, uh, giving you a better look at some characters uh, in the story and everything. I gotta say, I'm I'm loving the way Harley looks in this in this one. It's straight out of the the Arkham games, the, the ones I was just talking about earlier. Actually, um, the the rest of the characters with their costumes look great, and and overall this movie looks bananas, and and I'm looking forward to it. So, um, yeah. All right. So, lastly but not leastly, we have another highly anticipated trailer. And it's for the Snyder Cut of Justice League. So, let's get into this one. Uh, This one starts off with a nice look at uh, Darkseid. On what I can assume is Apocalypse, but I could be wrong. Uh, Then we see Superman going through some shit. Don't know really what's going on there. Then we see a destroyed landscape. Which looks like the nightmare sequence out of uh, Batman vs. Superman. So I guess we're actually going to get some payoff from that, which we never did. Um, in that same shot, we see a, a destroyed Hall of Justice building. Well, I think it's Hall of Justice. It just says Justice League in, in like a building, whatever. Um, 
And if you look really close, uh, you can see a, 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 a Joker playing card falling down the screen. It's right in the middle of the screen. Um, so it's, and it's not very, I had to like pause it and I saw it. Um, then we cut to the Warner Max and DC logos. Oh, uh, by the way, they are playing Hallelujah by Leonard Cohen. The same song Snyder also used in Watchmen. So I guess he just, uh, he just likes that song. Or it's a connection because it's another DC franchise, whatever. But I get it. Hallelujah. You know, this this thing's actually coming out. So it makes sense. Okay, so from there we get a shot of uh, Diana. And uh, then we see Bruce Wayne looking at a hologram of Superman. You notice that one that we saw in the trailers for the Joss Whedon cut. The, the Justice League, if you will. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to see... Just about all of those trailer shots that never made it into the Justice League movie. Um, we get a shot of Aquaman taking off a shirt because why not, right? We see Victor Stone pre-cyborg playing football. Um, then we see uh, Black Suit Superman, which was kind of revealed uh, about a week or two ago. From there, we get Wonder Woman with the little girl. Not sure what that's about just yet. Uh, we get some stuff with uh, Flash. Uh, who's saving Iris, who was completely cut from the Justice League. Uh, we we then have some more random shots with uh, Cyborg. We got Lois and Martha together. We got more Aquaman and uh, Mira. Uh, got a pretty badass shot of Batman just standing on top of a Gargoyle looking down. I, I, I really can't wait to see what else is in that scene. Uh, what else we got? We, we have Cyborg's dad getting basically dusted by a mother box. We get a completely redesigned Steppenwolf, which looks pretty badass, actually. Um, there's some shots of the team fighting the, the parademons, uh, like they were in the, the final sequence of, of Justice League. Uh, but this time, no red sky. Oh, and if you blink, you missed a black suit Superman just punching the shit out of Steppenwolf. He goes flying. That was pretty cool. Uh, we get a cool hero shot of the team, and then uh, then a quick scene with with Flash asking how they're supposed to how how are they supposed to defeat him. Bruce responds, "He hasn't fought us, not us united." And bam, there you go. Justice League: The Snyder Cut set to come out in 2021 on the HBO Max streaming app, which I will gladly subscribe to once it's released. So, uh, yeah, pretty pretty decent trailer. Uh, a, a lot of this, the scenes that they showed in the trailer is just the, basically a montage of some of the stuff that was already leaked before by Snyder, um, before it was you know announced that this was going to be actually coming out. Uh, and then the other stuff was stuff that we've seen, in, like I said before, in like the previous trailers for the Justice League movie. Um, so... And then we got some new stuff that we haven't seen before, but really it's all just kind of bits and pieces here and there. We don't have any context of, of what's going on. Um, I, I've heard rumors that, you know, this movie, how long this movie is, you know, it's like two or three hour long, or it might be uh, maybe cut into pieces, kind of like how Netflix did with, uh, with Tarantino's Hateful Eight, you know, where they did an extended cut of it and they like split it into like four pieces, four, four chapters. So they might do something like that, um, which is fine. If we get the full movie, I'm sh- whatever it takes. I mean, we've gotten this far. Might as well just go all the way, right? 
So, uh, yeah, there you have it. That was all the news from the first ever DC Fandom event. All in all, lots of cool reveals. If you're a diehard DC fan, you were a, you were able to sign in and watch all of the the panels throughout the day. You know, so that's cool if you're if you're into that. You know, me personally, I just waited for everything to drop on YouTube. So, uh, and I gotta say, you know, uh, 2021 is looking to be a pretty awesome uh, year for for DC. You know, I guess all they just had to do is just kind of ride out that MCU storm, right, and just and wait for their opening. Because let's be honest, there's not a lot of steam in the in the MCU ship right now. So, so now's the time to make their move if they're going to do it. So, anyways, guys, that's that's my thoughts on the on all the news from Fandom. What did you think of it? Uh, what was the main thing you were anticipating? What was the best thing to come out of it? Do you agree with some of my takes? Let me know by leaving a comment over on Facebook or Instagram. If you like this episode, please leave a, a rate and review wherever you get your podcast from. And until next time, always remember to pop your culture.